Hi, this is Diana van Giesbergen from Xandria. Hey, this is Cam Pipes from Three Inches of Blood. Hi, this is Ida from Trisphere. This is Ben from Goat Whore. This is Charlotte from Delane, and you are listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. The Great Metal Debate returns with another metal artist interview. Today we have on the podcast Zoe Marie, a.k.a. Z, vocalist for the symphonic power metal band Insatia. Z, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on The Great Metal Debate. It is my pleasure. If you would, maybe begin by giving listeners a little history about the band, uh, at least prior to the release of your first album. Um, the band was originally started in 2009. I actually was not a part of it at the time. The original vocalist's name was Carrie, and I actually am I'm still in contact with her. She's a good friend of mine. Uh, but it was started by a guitarist named John Harris. Uh, he worked with a couple different musicians over the years. They released an EP. And then at the end of 2011, I moved back to Arizona from college in Ohio, and I actually put out the word that I was looking to join a band because I've been a, a lifelong fan of bands like Epica, Nightwish, Lacuna Coil, Camelot, etc. And uh, my request was answered by this band in Seisha because they had recently parted ways with their vocalist. So officially I became a member in January of 2012 and uh, we spent the next year and a half just uh, reworking the album and uh, getting it ready for uh, getting our debut release ready for a uh, to be unleashed upon the world, I guess. <laughs> so there was already material existing when you when you came uh, to the band at, that you all ended up reworking wh- when you joined? When I joined, the album was in its instrumental concept stages, so the guitars, drums, etc. had been written, but the vocal melodies and lyrics hadn't been touched yet. And this was in 2013? This was in 2012, early 2012. And so that album that you worked on became... Asylum Denied. What was the original reaction to that, and what did that do for the band to release that album? That album really uh, ended up having a much wider audience than I ever anticipated. I ended up getting uh, contacted by people all over the world, reviewed in all sorts of different webzines and stuff, and it kind of surprised me because, you know, it was a very small release from a band in nowhere, Arizona, basically. But what it really did for the band in the end was connect us to the people who would end up later producing our second album, people who were already really established in our genre, like Fabio from Serenity and, and Staffan, who produces Arch Enemy's vocals. So it it ended up being, uh, you know, like all debuts, kind of like a, a rocky beginning to the band, but it definitely got us where we are now. So I'm very, very pleased that it happened. Give me an idea, because uh, here in the middle of the East Coast in, in, in Kentucky, uh, we're not as familiar with the rock and metal scene out in Arizona and the Southwest. What is that like? You know, it's really different here. Most of the local bands here are more of like uh, deathcore um usually tend to focus on like the harsher, harsher vocal material, not a lot of melody, to, um, to be honest. We have a couple of great bands that are a little bit more melodic. Uh, we have Adavant up in Phoenix. They're a folk metal band with female vocals. Highly recommend them. But for the most part, it's just not as melodic out here in the West, and I'm not quite sure why that is, but, you know, it makes us stand out a little bit more, so I can't complain. 
If you would give me a little background about yourself, maybe how you became uh, a singer and tell me about any training you might have had. You know, it's funny. I did not have any formal formal uh, vocal training until my freshman year of college when I was 18. I'd been singing for pretty much my entire life. But when I got to college as a math major, I actually had some open uh, schedule time, so I decided to take uh, classical voice. And I ended up completely falling in love with it, and I decided that, you know what, I want to do what my idols have been doing, you know, because I'd been listening to, like, those bands I mentioned, like Nightwish, for, like, years at this point. And so I was like, you know what, I want to do this for a career now. So I took a couple of years of uh, classical training. I also was really privileged to receive training from Flor Jansen of Nightwish, uh, which really, really uh, helped me develop my technique, especially my live technique. So I'm very, very grateful to Flor. Um, and for the most part uh, today, I, I work in a music studio, so I actually end up teaching a lot of voice these days. But I, I tend to take a couple of lessons every year just to make sure that I'm still where I need to be vocally. Well, I have to ask the question, for being familiar with the, the material on Asylum Denied and, and hearing your vocals there, there are some vocalists, Flor Jansen, uh, Charlotte Wessels would be two, who have taught themselves to do the harsher vocals. Is that something that you've ever attempted? You know, it's funny you should mention that. I am in the process right now of learning the harsher vocals. Um, it's not something you're going to hear on this upcoming release, but definitely in the future you're going to hear it because I'd, I'd like to think of myself as more than a one-trick pony, and it's nice to challenge myself with that. That's exciting to hear. So you, you talked about the release of Asylum Denied back in, uh, I think you said 2012 or 2013? End uh, of 2013. Mm -hmm. End of 2013. And so what has the band been doing between that time and working on the, the newer material? Wow, that's a lot to cover. Um, to be honest, when we released the album, uh, shortly after our first live shows, we got to open up for Sonata Arctica, Zandria, and Elaine uh, back in 2014, which was a lot of fun. Um, we went through a couple of lineup changes. We worked with some really good musicians in the interim, and uh, also our friend Fabio, our producer, was on tour with Zandria during the Sonata Arctica tour, and he heard us live, and he really wanted to work with us on our next album. So basically, since the Asylum Denied release, we've flown Fabio here from Italy. We flew our other producer, Stefan Carlson, all the way here from Sweden, all the way here to Tucson, and last January, we were all here in the studio recording our newest album, Phoenix Aflame, so that album has been recorded. It's in you know post-production right now. We're just like getting everything tightened up, making sure all of our guests are, are on it and everything. So it's, it's been a lot of things happening between now and then. We also went on our first tour a couple of months ago, which was crazy but a lot of fun. Uh, getting to travel and be on the road and play different cities was definitely a new experience. So I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that as well. So I think for a small band from America, we've kept quite, quite busy over the past several months. So... <laughs> And the current band, still six members? Uh, the current lineup, well, to be honest, we're still um, in kind of a transitional stage with a permanent lineup. Um, right now, we have me, of course, on vocals. We borrowed uh, Dave Ablaze, uh, the brother of Paul Ablaze from Blackguard. Uh, Dave is currently playing bass for us, and he's really, really good at what he does. We're very lucky to have him. Um, for our last tour, we worked with Jack Flieger from Singularity on lead guitars. We worked with Dan Stolings from Ghost Horizon on rhythm guitars, and uh, Blaine Peters also from Ghost Horizon on uh, rhythm guitars. And everything else, uh, keys and stuff, we've had that on backing tracks. So is there a particular songwriting team within Insatia, or do... Do all of the members contribute a little bit to the composition process? For the first time, uh, it, 
was mostly the guitar writing, um, but for Phoenix of Flame, I actually wrote all of the vocal melodies and lyrics first, and we built the songs around that, so it was kind of like a completely different way to write the album. So I consider myself the main songwriter, and then for guitars and bass and keys and drums and stuff like that, uh, those were written by Fabio D'Amore, uh, his partner Ivan over in Italy, uh, with some input from Staffan, of course. You have shared with me one of the tracks off the, the new album, Phoenix of Flame, Sacred. I'll have to admit to you, I've heard Asylum Denied and was very impressed, but I was really blown away by Sacred. You all seem to be taking it to another level, uh, if that is representative of the new material as a whole. I wondered if I was listening to a bonus track off the Quantum Enigma, honestly. (laughs) That's very, very flattering to hear. Uh, You know, to be honest, Sacred isn't even my favorite song off the new album. But definitely, we've tried to raise the bar with this. You know, working with people like Fabio and Stefan and Yvonne has really helped the songwriting to take shape. Um, We focused a lot more on on the hooks and the melodies this time around, and I'm very, very pleased with the result. And I'm really, really glad that you enjoyed it. So thank you. Tell us when that new album is expected to be released, and maybe if you all have any plans for touring or promotion or, or whatnot after that. Uh, now I've got to think about what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed sure. to say right now. <laughs> um, That's fine. I will say that the album will be released next year, most likely the first half of next year. We've uh, had a couple of delays because, you know, getting all of our guests on the album and getting all the production done right has taken us some time, and we wanted to do it right. So probably uh, first half of next year. Um, and then uh, in terms of our touring plans, we have some really great touring plans coming up next year as well. I can't share what those are just yet. I will say that they're very, very exciting, though, so we're, we're pumped. Are part of the delays and things you can't talk about, are, are you going to be receiving any record company support? I can't, I can't talk about that just yet. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, that's, that sounds very promising, so I'm excited for you folks. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. In the meantime, I saw recently on Facebook you put up a, uh, a vocal cover video Tell me a little bit about what inspired you to do that. You know, there are a lot of different artists over the years who have inspired me, and that band from Finland, Poets of the Fall, is like in my top five bands of all time. And so uh, basically, you know, I work in a music studio, which is awesome. And so I decided uh, that I would create this cover as kind of like a tribute to some of the people who've really inspired me in music. So it's a tribute to these fantastic writers. Highly recommend that band, Poets of the Fall. Again, fans maybe expect another vocal cover at some point, or was that a one-off? You know, every once in a while, I throw out a cover for the fans. I try not to do too many covers because I like to focus on my own material, but if I do cover a song, it's because it's really been influential to me as a musician. So it'll probably happen again in the future. Well, we'll look forward to that and look forward to the release of Phoenix of Flame sometime early next year. Dee, before we let you go, can you tell our listeners how they can get access to information and learn more about the band and hopefully be prepared when Phoenix the Flame is released to purchase that album. Well, if you want more information on the band, of course, we have our Facebook, uh, I-N-S-A-T-I-A, Insatia. We also have our Insatia website, which is InsatiaUS.com. We have a web there where you can buy uh, copies of our first album, T-shirts, posts, etc. Um, definitely uh, keep your eyes open for the release date and information for Phoenix of Flame. It'll be really, really exciting. I actually got permission to share tonight that uh, a couple of the guests we have on the album are Apollo Papathedicio from Firewind and Spiritual Beggars, 
And we also have Chris Amitz uh, from Armageddon, ex-Arch Enemy. So it's going to be quite a quite an interesting album. We hope you all enjoy it, and we can't wait to share it with you guys. Well, now you've excited me even more. Hearing Sacred and, and learning about those guest musicians sounds like you all are really taking a step up with this next album. And I want to encourage our listeners, check out that first album, Asylum Denied. Uh, you will actually have that streaming on YouTube. What made you decide to just stream that for fans? You know, it was really a decision made by our first guitarist to stream it. And I don't mind so much now because I consider it to be more of a, our debut demo than anything else. But it gives people a great and to see you know where we've come from and how we started out so by all means please check that out do so and and again check them out on facebook on their webpage, and watch for that new album i can tell you based on the single i've heard it's going to be a killer d thank you so much for joining us we appreciate having you on the podcast thank you so much you have a great great evening Keep you, but you couldn't come to hell